0: Hello and welcome to Camp Adulthood and the Resident Youth. I'm the Resident Youth, Maddie Yergi. And I'm Camp Adulthood, Shay Keats. And we
1: are live. Well, not actually live. You're listening to a recording. But we are actually camping. We are recording this from an actual campsite in Oregon. Can you hear the campfire? I'm gonna melt my phone.
0: It's fine. You can hear it it's authentic yeah we're joined by some esteemed guests mm-hmm. Former Shay, guest would you like to guest.
1: yes we are joined by my cousin Kristen Keats former guest of the pod her daughter Kelsey Longmire also former guest of the pod uh, and her friend Haley we just will say Haley because we try not to say minors last names so mm-hmm. welcome to everyone um, if you guys could each say hi and maybe talk uh, say how old you are and a few words about yourself so our listeners can get used to your voice. That would be great.
2: Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm 13 and I live in a Oregon. small town near Portland, Oregon.
0: Is Sherwood a small town? I feel like it's more of a suburb. It's like 16,000 people. It's, okay, that counts. Yeah. That
2: yeah counts. Counts. Hi, my name's is Haley. I'm 13 years old and I play soccer.
3: Nice. Hi, I'm Kristen and... I am not 13 years old, <laughs> and I uh, yeah also live uh, outside
0: Portland, Oregon. Great, excellent, excellent. Welcome. You know me. Well, to kick it off, we can share maybe maybe let's start with some tales of what we've done on this kind <laughs> of oh, yeah, a let's nice review. It's been maybe lovely. everyone can say their favorite part of what we've done so Ooh. far. I really liked the hike that we did earlier today yes. in the forest. That was very beautiful. To a very nice beach with many surfers, Kelsey. What's your guys' favorite part?
2: Um, the past three nights, me and Haley have gone to the beach to watch the sunset, and that's been oh, yeah, really that's pretty good. and nice. Mm-hmm. My favorite Same. part was um, skipping rocks with Kelsey um, at Short oh, Sand yeah. Beach. That looked very fun.
3: Yeah, you know, I think I've enjoyed all of those things, but I've also just enjoyed... This is my first, like, all-girl camp- camping yeah. trip, so I've really enjoyed just hanging out with the gals this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice and, you know, it's funny because I think camping can be a little bit intimidating, you know, just like mm-hmm. being out on your own and setting up camp and we did it and I think we've done an awesome job this yeah, weekend. Yes. So I'm pretty proud of us. I agree.
1: And I have to say like more than one person was like, said to me before we came like, oh, just you and Maddie are going to set up the camp and the tent and everything. Yeah, we did a and great I was job. Like, yeah, we did a great job. I think we did it just as fast as me and David did it last year. So
0: yeah. hear that David, <laughs>
1: David. Um, but yeah, uh, but my favorite part, I have to agree with Chris uh, on the all girls thing and having my favorite people here with me. But also, this is kind of the first time I've come to the beach in Oregon. And it, the weather has actually been like beach weather yes. and not wearing a poncho and getting so Yeah, It was a poncho moment, but it was <laughs> a break like, on moment. the beach. Um and the weather's just been beautiful and it's been really nice to enjoy the beach. So love it. Yeah.
0: Well Shay and I can share our collective pulling a moment. Yes. I can't even a... say it without laughing. It's I, so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so I think it's also telling that I like <laughs> forgot it until you reminded me, <laughs> even though it only happened like I know we're very tired. Ago. There's
0: been a lot of naps and some wine yeah. and beverages and stuff. Um so last night, I feel like you guys let me down because I went to brush my teeth, and well, brush my teeth is a loose term because I forgot my toothbrush, but I was going to the bathroom, and my hair looked like George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know. notice it. I, did. That's what I said. I
1: didn't it notice did. anything. And then, but then today, after <laughs> I went to the, to the bathroom... I came out, and my hair looked like Albert Einstein
0: wearing a baseball cap. And then I made a comment that was like, we're the sex symbols of the 19th century. the 20th century. The 20th century, and Shay was like, George Washington is not from the 20th century at all. So it was just a fail. And (laughs) so, yeah, I put my hair up, so no more George Washington looks tonight. (laughs) You actually
1: look very sporty and cute. Thank
0: you. Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. My fave. Um, Cool. Well, maybe we can go around and people can either share we should probably explain the concept of the podcast to Haley because I don't know if she knows oh yeah do you know the concept no okay so it's a it's a podcast Chris is wearing the t-shirt sporting the apparel on the campsite Um, but Shay and I have this podcast and um, it's about millennial culture so we usually talk about like funny millennial topics but then we just talk about like random stuff in the news so, and Kelsey and Chris have both been on the podcast before, as well as Jackson and Christian. Um, yeah. So, affair. yeah, so maybe we can go around and whatever topic people want to discuss. Yeah,
1: so like a hot topic, current events or whatever's like on your mind, and we call that our campfire. So you're bringing a log to the campfire. Um, yeah.
0: I think you should start, Shay. I'm like, blanking. Um, I feel like you've been reading lots of books. I You've have been, like, been trip, reading lots of books. Traveling a lot. I or any camp related things. Any camp
1: related things. I mean, I think again, I'm like very proud of setting up the tent. Uh, Benson has been extra cute. She's wearing a fun little She's sweater wearing right now. Her <laughs> raincoat that says "yard wolf" on it because she was acting cold. Then she got mad at me when I put it on her. Um, oh well, I could talk about. That sober curious book that I'm reading. Oh yeah, that would be a good topic. Okay, so I'm reading this book called Sober Curious. I will note that I'm drinking wine while I'm talking about this. And basically, it talks about how there's such a horrible culture of binge drinking that um, people are like choosing to be sober even if they're not alcoholics. And it talks about like what that looks like. And I just thought it was interesting because it had come up recently on the podcast about some friends of ours, some mutual friends who We're are hot a little, messes. A little bit of hot messes, a little bit too old to be drinking to excess. We love them dearly. Um, but it made me, and then I read about this book and I just was kind of thinking about my own alcohol consumption. And I'm like, not a big drinker, really but I made me think about how many times I just have a drink because everybody else is having a drink or without like any reason, like, you know, not without like, thinking not, about it. Well, like we were talking about, about yeah.
3: so Shay and I went together to some business meetings this last week yeah. and it's just funny how it's such a part of our culture. Like, Oh, we just got done with the meeting. Let's have a drink. Oh, yeah. we just got done. With, you know, it's just such a regular thing that, and then like, that's how we were talking about it. Like, wow, I think I've had a drink every single day for the last three weeks yeah. because it's just like, and then
1: it's kind of hard because yeah. you get in a habit of doing that and then yeah. it's hard to get out of it. And that was the thing. Like at when we had the drink after the meeting, I mean, it was like a fine cocktail, but I was like, like this doesn't like, it's not that great of a cocktail. Like there's no, I would have been perfectly happy having a soda, but then like right now I'm like drinking a really delicious, one of my favorite reds, like sitting around the campfire. I'm like, okay, I really enjoy that so i just thought it's been a good book and the uh, woman who wrote it her name is ruby warrington um so i would just highly recommend reading it if you would like to re-examine your i have a question for the younger generation because i've heard some
3: um teens give feedback so for example like cannabis especially in oregon is a lot more acceptable um now than it ever has been before and so i've heard some teens say that like kind of being judgmental on our generation for consuming alcohol because it is you know bad for your brain there's so many bad things that can happen from alcohol consumption and so i'm wondering if the if that's going to be the new trend is like that your generation might not do you, what's your feelings about alcohol do you have feelings about alcohol or drinking versus drug use
2: i think drug use there's there's a lot more um there's a lot of different like drugs that you can do that have different so let's just
3: say marijuana if you're saying about legal drugs legal drugs so marijuana is legal in Oregon there's yes. pot shops all over the place do you have an opinion about like a value judgment of alcohol versus pot
2: I feel like pot it's not something that you just be like if you smell weed somewhere as you're walking by you just you just sniff and you're just like oh like someone's not good so maybe because it's like
0: smelly and like it's impacting other people whereas like drinking is more private
2: whereas like drinking it's more of a casual thing that adults do like in a restaurant or something but if someone was in a restaurant or outside of a restaurant smoking weed it'd be less I feel like it'd be more frowned upon than sitting in a bar mm-hmm. drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. You think? I totally agree on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. It's interesting. It makes me think about, like, my aunt and uncle that live in Phoenix now. When they first got married, my aunt is sober, and she's been sober for many years. And my uncle, when he got engaged to her, he was like, I'm also not gonna drink. Mind you, this is his third marriage. We've known him his whole life. He was, like, a super... I would say he's not an alcoholic, but he was like a super heavy drinker, like loved red wine, like very into it. And we were like, everyone in our family was like very supportive and we were like, cool, that's great. And like, he was marrying, you know, they're still married. She's a yoga teacher. She's like super healthy and stuff, which I think is a lot of what this sober curious book Mm -hmm. talks about like the lifestyle stuff. But we were like, it's like everything in moderation. You can't go from, unless you have like a disease or a problem or something, like going from a hundred to zero so quickly without evaluating it like cold turkey like changing your entire lifestyle and everyone was kind of like again we were supportive but we were kind of like this is not gonna last Mm -hmm. just based on everything we know about him and lo and behold like they moved to minnesota it's super cold there a lot of the culture there is around especially for men like sports drinking like everyone would come by and of course like if like he said like hey i don't drink like people understood but you know they had men that would go like watch the football game and he was like the only one and then he started making friends that were like into wine and stuff and he was like well there's no reason why I can't enjoy a glass of wine so like I think it's good for him like now he's not like binge drinking and like going out gambling and stuff but like it's like everything in moderation if you can't go to zero but you can't go to 100 yeah. like you shouldn't limit yourself if it's something that you like like if you enjoy the occasional glass of wine like don't limit yourself
1: well you should recommend this book to her because it talks a lot about how this is this new trend so she it would make her feel less alone
3: yeah for sure Um, it's
1: just interesting how much a part of
3: our social culture
1: it is yeah and it's
3: just like that was just kind of highlighted for us I think yeah last week
1: yeah exactly and was there like any big deal that like I had one cocktail
0: no but like it also shouldn't be weird if you're like, I just want a soda. Yeah, like
1: I should have just been like, I'll drink water. Like I've been yeah. flying all day, I was kinda dehydrated. You know? Well, I think what was disturbing for
3: me is that like I don't even go through that thought thought process. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just about being intentional with everything, like food you right, eat. Yeah. Don't just like mindlessly well, eat potato correct. chips all day. Part of exactly why exactly the same thing. Yes, yeah.
1: I think this was so interesting for me because I've also been really into that um, intuitive eating, and mm-hmm. this I feel like goes hand in hand yeah, with yeah, that. It's totally. about being super mindful about like what you eat and how you move, and um, yeah. it's very interesting. Not saying not restricting anything, <laughs> but also being like looking at the reasons for why you do yes. these
0: activities. So yeah, Yeah. Cool. I agree. Awesome. What about you, Chris? Anything you want to yeah. discuss? What is your hot
3: topic? Well, so my hot topic was I was also thinking about some of the meetings that Shay and I were in. And so we're, we're kind of starting on this new business venture. And so we're meeting with a lot of different people from different backgrounds. And one of the things that came up is that so I'm um, starting a new business with a male partner. Um, And then we, yeah, interact with. uh, uh, But we're thinking this, I mean, I don't know. We're we're kind of unsure, like, who the primary target is of this business venture. But we're kind of thinking it really is going to be women. And one of the consultants we've engaged with is a woman. And she's very, you know, all about empowering women and stuff. But it's what um, it's kind of put a light on is you know okay for example so when my partner and i went to go lease a new space even though i had been the one primarily engaged with the person at the leasing space it was clear that she was directing all of her questions and all of her information to yeah. the male partner and it was just I, I mean right and this is two women like and it was obvious that like i was the decision maker you know but it was just a very
0: interesting thing um this and goes back to my pet peeve i don't know if you guys feel this way with mm-hmm. christian and david it's like my favorite game to play when you go out to eat it's yes like, who do they put the bill in front of yes oh, like yeah. nine times out of ten it's Corey, and i'm like thank you
3: yes yes it is i yeah. don't know if you guys have that same experience oh or if yeah it's more all the time yes mm-hmm. or in any, any kind of like sales transaction should we say well, it is not even a restaurant yeah it's
1: it like- was Oh, sorry Denver. no go ahead but it was so interesting when so a couple about six weeks ago I had to have all my brake pads replaced and my tires replaced on oh, my yeah. car and I went to the local like Toyota dealership and they were like super lovely client for life they did an excellent client experience but um, I had David go with me because David is like that's his passion his cars right so yeah. I, and I literally know nothing I'm like this is how I turn it on right um so we get there and we have the kids with us so like clearly it you know it looks a very specific like a family, way. Yeah. Like a fa- I mean, we are a family, but like, you know, um, and it was interesting that the sale, the guy again, directed everything towards David and would be like, and even like questions about like payment and stuff, even though I'm like, is clearly my car. My name is on, yeah, you know, the title, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, well, I, he's here for, like, information. Like, in case I need <laughs> right. to, like, run something by him. But he's not the owner of this car. Yeah. You know, but he... The the sales... Or not the sales guy. The like mechanic. Mechanic or, yeah. guy. I don't even know what you would call him. Like, I literally sales am going to put another one on the guy. fire as we're talking. So I yeah, love anyway. it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: even with, like, the bathroom renovation. Yeah. Like, it's my project, but I always have Corey with me just because I feel like people treat don't me want better we be
1: taken advantage of
0: right so i totally agree it's really interesting i think it's definitely something if the to the be teens highlighted have any thoughts
3: about that yeah. they what is i wonder if this is anything that's different with them or is it the same with them what do we what do we think about from the teen perspective on that topic
2: the um teens. <laughs> i just this feel Z. like men have a oh, l- little our trash no, men <laughs> big bong central <laughs> men have a on lot on this girl's
0: only camping trip where they can't defend themselves <laughs> men suck <laughs> no. they can you give us an example
2: um <laughs> without insulting anyone um yeah don't say names no men just have a lot of like advantages in most things and like
1: do you guys feel like boys like in class like boys are favored over girls yes
0: that's male pretty teachers. scary like in what way like like picking them to like answer questions no. or like giving them leniency or like i know we were talking about the dress code thing that was really interesting yeah. oh yeah that.
2: Like, oh you yeah guys get
0: dress code violations
2: and stuff in school like dress code now is like if you have shorts that go like up too far close to your butt or like if if it's has to be like five inches or yeah. six inches away from your butt well
1: Haley can you tell a story about when you were playing basketball I thought that was really interesting oh, yeah I was
2: playing basketball with the normal shirt on and it showed maybe like an inch of skin when I was when I jumped up to shoot the ball and like people were warning me that there's three people on dress code that day out at recess and then someone directed me um into like, by where, like, the gym was and was like, do you have a hoodie? And it was, like, probably close to, like, an 80-degree day. And I wasn't going to wear a hoodie with leggings. And so I said, no, I don't think I have one. So she's like, okay, well, then go get your P.E. clothes. And so I decided to go get my hoodie that I had in my locker.
1: Well, and I can just say, like, to vouch for both of these girls, they they're not, like, dressing like Little House on the Prairie, but I would say <laughs> both of you guys dress rather, like, you dress very cute, but it's always like very modest, like I'm never like you know,
3: <gasps> or yeah. Kelsey better yeah. not
1: leave the house with those booty shorts on like
3: no and and I mean, to this point, have you ever seen a boy with a shirt that shows his belly being dress code' no. Or no, dress coded no. for playing basketball with whatever nope. shirt on. Have you ever seen a boy getting dress coded period <laughs> No, no, I've never Intrigued. Or
2: it's like. Bra straps. Investigative
0: journalism at work. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <exactly>. middle
2: school. <laughs> also, teachers are super strict about bra straps. They're like, no, if I see your bra strap, like, go put on a jacket or put, like, put on your PE shirt. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm a teenage girl and you can't see my bra strap. Like, someone call Victoria, cuss her secrets out. Like, <laughs> like you can't. Kelsey's got all the good ones. You can't people aren't allowed to see yeah. that me as a teenage girl, I'm wearing a bra strap. Like I try not to like have an off the shoulder type yeah. deal going on, but if I'm just wearing a yeah. shirt Sometimes and it's, it
0: slips, yeah. yeah and it <laughs> happens it to happens.
2: be visible. Yeah. Like I'm so sorry. Well, I also think like the basketball story
1: illustrates this as well. Right. Because it's not like you guys are walking around like girls did at my high school with like push-up bras and like mini skirts and high heels on. Like you're literally, you're, I think it's almost more threatening. Were you like the clueless
3: generation? Was that yes, you? that was yeah. me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Totally,
1: lie. 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, except, imagine that in like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. So it. it was a weird interpretation. <laughs> but um, you were performing kind of like a masculine activity, and that is threatening to people, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, she's doing this masculine
0: thing, and her strip of skin is showing. Well, it's asserting control. And I know we've yeah. been talking about a lot this weekend, like, school they don't let you you only have a certain amount of time for lunch and there's like a lot of rules that seem very arbitrary to me Mm -hmm. it's been a long time since I've been in middle school and they just seem like they're just about like control and making sure that like You know, rightfully so, there's not, like, chaos, but it seems a little much. It
3: seems like they're taking all the joy out of their educational experience, in my opinion. And, like, we
2: already don't like it enough, and, like, it's like they want to add more to it. It doesn't help when, like, the teachers are assholes, and then we get no time to eat, and, like, we don't have time for recreation, and then they're just, like, trying to shove information into our brain. And, like, it doesn't, like... It doesn't matter if I learn. I just need to show that I remember it on the test. It's not about actually learning. Dense and quiet. It's about what I put on the test that they give me in in the next week.
1: Yeah. Like, the retention is not important. Yeah. And I also think they seem to, like, expect you guys to be adults, but then they also treat you like first graders. There's no, like...
2: yeah there's no balance exactly yeah. there's no buy they're telling us that we need to be mature Or like this year they're going to be like well we're just preparing you for high school you're going into high school next year like you need to be ready but if you want me to be mature why are you still making me walk in a single file line in the hallway and oh, really? make yeah it's like making me be silent at all times speak when you're only spoken to like cray cray yeah
0: I will say. Well, maybe this is a good transition from Chris's topic. Do you, the two of you guys have any, it doesn't have to be about school, but it could be any just like topic that's maybe pertinent to your generation that maybe older fogies like the three of us don't know about or I like that I'm a fogie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's like social media or something about Or something. That. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like, Kelsey,
1: I would love to hear you talk about you've kind of become really interested in sustainability and living better yeah. and have been really like freaked out by the um, climate change, change presentation you guys saw when you were in Alaska and I'd love to like hear your feelings about that because I think it's pretty scary for you
2: yeah it is because recently there's just been a lot of attention to it recently because mm-hmm. people have realized that like pollution and everything is like messing up the planet and it's like it's like it's really stressful. It, for us. It because is. we don't know like what's true and what's not because all we see is Instagram posts and reposts. It's and it's hard to know. But it's always scary because Do you feel like, like
0: where do you guys get like your news from? Is it like Instagram? Instagram. Well,
2: some some of it's Instagram but others is like
0: you said you saw a presentation on your trip to Alaska, too. Yes,
2: I, like, watch presentations. Like, I try to, like, do research on it because when you just look at news on Instagram, like, you're, like, they could be saying whatever they want. Yeah. And you never know. Well, that's good. So, like, I try to look, but it's, like, it's really scary because you don't, you don't know what could happen because it's, like, I'm not surprised that this much pollution is in the world because of what humans have done to it like I I think every single day I think like what if none of this was here like what if we were just like other animals like I don't know it's weird yeah like what if none of this? like was would you here?
0: give that up like would you give up your comfortable lifestyle like would you give up your phone and all the plastic and all the stuff I mean even camping like we've commented on that like we've had a lot of plastic just because we have to yeah be here but like would it be worth it or it's just kind of like food for thought on like like a thought experiment of like what would happen
2: i don't know it's kind of just like me thinking about it just like what if like because i don't know 50 years ago everything was in glass and cardboard and paper packaging like you went to the store and milk was in like was in glass and everything was in recyclable materials And now everything's in plastic because it's easier and you make more profit. Well, it was interesting
3: when we did see that presentation in Alaska, by the way, it was a naturalist that we were at Denali National Park and it was one of the naturalists that was speaking there. And, um, she did talk about the different ways because I, I kind of have a hard time with doomsday talks that don't have anything that you can actually do about it because you know, then it's just depressing. But she did have some good ideas like what we can do as individuals to help with our carbon footprint. And I guess there's a website you can go to. Can't think of it off the top of my head. (laughs) Where you can calculate your carbon footprint and how to bring it down. So she said that she like brought hers down like a lot you know, just becoming aware yeah, of the things mindful. that you can do. I mean, like, well, it was, surpri- it was surprising to me that eating meat has such a big yeah. Yeah. impact. Beef spe- specifically, like, even just going from beef to chicken has a big impact. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, you know, those type of things. But, and everything. And eating locally sourced produce. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do. But I agree I think for Kelsey and Haley It's so overwhelming And they feel like it's
0: Well you guys also don't have a lot of choices Like you have some but it's like You have to eat like What's put on the table And like you know You don't have like bank accounts of your own To be like I would rather purchase this more expensive thing Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know
2: Yeah, it's, like, also, there's a ton of little things that people can do that would make a big difference, like taking shorter showers. Almost every time I take a shower, I, like, time it or, like, play a song and be like, oh, let's see if I can just get through this one four-minute song in my shower. Like, I've taken showers that are three and a half minutes long because just reducing the amount of water that you use helps or, like longboarding every like like me and Haley get around town by longboarding or walking instead of driving we're still polluting something. Yeah. Well it's interesting. I feel like
1: well when I was young we certainly had these conversations about like there's a hole in the ozone layer and you have it yeah. was all still very vague and I feel like for yeah. you guys it it's seems like real. a lot more real and that you have a lot more actual anxiety
0: about yeah. it mm-hmm. and you so. have access to more information too yeah. with the internet I had
1: no internet
0: so Shay was just using her hairspray in her mini skirts <laughs> causing a hole I, in the I ozone I not allowed to <laughs> wear Me mini too. skirts <laughs> push-up bras <laughs> I know I didn't need a push-up I bra I wish I had a push-up <laughs> bra oh my god I can't now it'd be obscene we're I feel like if Shay and I wore a pu- push-up bra it would be obscene oh,
1: I, I mean We'll talk about this later <laughs> off mic but my bra situation is crazy
0: awesome <laughs> cool Haley do you have a topic I don't want to put you on the spot if yeah you it's
2: job, it's like it's not all just about climate change too it's about like 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 crime and stuff oh, I yeah. feel like we're very available to like and it just scares us like mm-hmm. like, like everywhere shootings yeah. Every, and stuff? the shootings the and shootings and, and like like people like just like scary sketchy people like around me and Kelsey yes well, I feel like especially aware. in
0: Portland I mean that's a big thing maybe that you guys can mm-hmm. comment on like even when I said I was coming here like people like my family members and stuff were like oh you're gonna encounter Antifa and like all the homeless yeah. people downtown and stuff like is that it's
2: really scary. real or no mm-hmm. yeah it's real and and just we're a little bit
3: sheltered from that yeah. in the town yes. that we're in so
0: yeah not as
3: much but um I think that yeah I'm curious how you guys think about like mass shootings or stuff is that something like, that's in I'm your i'm scared
2: are you yeah because there has been threats at my school yeah multiple times too. really yeah, yeah multiple times and they got expelled but like and these like were they... kids that were like yeah these were kids who had like a shoot list. probably because they oh. know that it's yeah. like it's gonna cause, cause like havoc on the community they had no, like an no. actual no they posted that's... on instagram
0: and it's uh, like Instagram, the root of all evil. Yeah,
2: apparently. But also,
0: like, also, criminals are so dumb. Mm-hmm. Word to criminals, do not post your shit on social media because people will find you. Too. My mom, who works in law enforcement, her number one thing, she always checks Facebook and Instagram first. The yeah. first step of an investigation. And so, don't do that.
2: Also, just like, creepy, sketchy people. Me and Haley were longboarding down the street yesterday in our campsite, and this guy in the campsite across from us looks us like a skater-dater. <laughs> like, what does that <laughs> what even does mean? What does that even mean? Cat-calling. Yeah,
0: thirteen-year-olds 13. with their mom sitting
1: here. Yeah, who I gave him the evil eye. Yeah. Oh, so you could even see that when this yes, happened. Yes, oh, right right oh. wow. it was right there. Wow. just he left now. Okay. Oh, there's the
0: cat. There's the cat guy. Oh, the cat was guy. The cat guy. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Was,
1: wait, this guy. man was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get real. he, was creepy. he probably a witch. Real...
0: Who brings a black cat to a campus?
1: Yeah, and it has really big yellow eyes, and I think it was his familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Not joking. It was,
0: yeah, definitely vibes coming off that I campsite. I was watching
1: TV in his camper. Yeah. I'm like, come on.
0: But it's so interesting. For one night. Yeah. I think this goes to the awareness bit, too, because you guys are educated on, like, what sketchy people look like. Like, yes. you guys aren't naive. And, like, you think back to, maybe Chris can comment to this, like, in the 80s and stuff, like, right after they had, like, the milk carton kids. Yeah. Like, this stuff has been happening mm-hmm. a long time, but, like, kids would just go missing or, like, bad things would happen and people would just be like, boop. It's fine. Yeah, they're gone. But but now it's like the kids and the parents are more aware of it. But that also causes more anxiety that it will happen, even though I know Shay and I have talked about this on other podcasts, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like specific types of crimes, like child abduction are still super rare in most Mm -hmm. communities. But the anxiety and like if you pull people on like, will it happen? They're very anxious about it. Same thing with gun violence. Like it has gotten bad, but like over given how much the population of the U S has grown and stuff, it's still a very rare thing that happens, but because it's so publicized and people are aware of it. And because it's such a horrific thing, same with plane crashes, like yeah. odds are it's not going to happen I mean, to you, but the it's really bad.
3: Thing I like to think that I'm somewhat of, kind of a free range parent as far like you just heard them talking about my parents love
0: that they love the term free range parent especially since we got out of college (laughs) even
3: a term i mean that um but yeah i want i i really did and that's why i did move to i specifically on purpose moved to a town where i was hoping that my kids would kind of have that small town experience and be able to go around town like they do and just kind of explore the woods as much as they can um (laughs) I know they haven't gotten to do it as much as I had hoped. But at the same time, there's the flip side of it is that like judgment of like, oh my gosh, you let your kids longboard by themselves down. I'm like, seriously, like when do they learn to cross the street if I don't actually let them go out and do it? Do you guys have a
0: lot of helicopter
3: parents? Yes.
2: Yes. 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 Very, very many. It's like some people, there's like my mom on one hand that moved to Sherwood. That is a safe town, so, like, we could go and do our stuff, where other parents, like, don't let their child do anything. Like, just keep him inside all day. Keep him inside. Well, yeah, I
3: remember someone remarking to me when I let Jackson walk home in the 6th grade. They're like, you let him walk home? I'm like, when are they supposed to learn how to do these things? Yeah. Like, when
0: is it? High school? Well, I Like, what's like, what the know point what this... of living close right. to the school? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, like, one of the benefits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy cray cray mm-hmm. all right any other topics I'm trying to think of one I feel like I saved myself for last but then mm-hmm. I'm like
3: I thought you said you had a topic
0: what is my topic I know well, I was like thinking about because I was reading that New York magazine and there was like so many interesting things in there but now I'm like it doesn't really go with the theme of what we were we talking about we
2: political on this podcast
0: we can we talk you about can talk Trump. about whatever you want Ugh, sure do we have to yeah.
2: can we all just a <laughs> <Sure. so> resounding <laughs> oh, no Haley. Sure. yeah
3: what do you want to talk about with that
2: Confusing. You can take my moment. How disgusting
1: he (laughs) is. Yeah, does it feel... Is it hard for you guys, given that you can't vote yet, that you guys have to deal with the consequences of his actions? Yeah. It's
2: annoying. And also, because he's just an idiot. And, like, I was looking at this thing and it was like, these are the list of companies that are supporting Trump's re-election. And it was like... 15 companies 15 huge I'm sure it's like,
0: like more than what's yeah. more than you think
2: <laughs> yeah it's m- probably more than it says but there's like on this list there's like 15 20 huge like food and retail companies that are supporting it like Taco Bell Chick-fil-a oh, McDonald's. not Taco
0: Bell I the know fave.
2: we were sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: for the first time in my life twice on our drive to and from I freaking love Chick
0: fil A, they just opened one near my office. It's I'm so sad, so I mean, but I it's felt so good. Really
1: guilty, but that was a damn good chicken sandwich, yeah. I know. But I figured, yeah, twice five
0: bucks life. to the ACLU, and you'll be fine. That's true. And Carbon <laughs> neutral with the Chick fil A, <laughs> yeah, politically neutral. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm you can't be fair. I mean, oh, Shay yeah. and I were talking about this kind of. You were talking about your friend that's a vegan who was talking about the rainforest oh, fire stuff oh, and like people no. that act morally superior on Instagram without really doing research. And it's like, there's no possible way you can do research on every company of everything that you consume, especially if you spend time around other people. And I'm sure especially as kids where you don't have control over what your parents buy and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So you kind of do have to pick and choose what you care about and what you spend your time doing. And you're never going to be 100% pure and clean. And so if you're not, you might as well have a delicious chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Maddie, should we end by picking a practice tent question oh sure i'm trying to think of what would be a fun one practice
0: tent? we do so when shay and i do the episodes just the two of us we have like a list of like they're like conversation starter questions Mm -hmm. that we like Mm -hmm. ask each other um we could do like a like a i'm trying to think what's a good like camping one we could do like a like, A spooky one, like a ghost story, Ooh, Ooh. or a ghost story. Oh. like a paranormal experience. Ooh. No, okay, you don't Have like you that ever
1: had a paranormal experience? Probably, probably. So, what
0: there's some whispering in the peanut that's, gallery. That's one.
2: Well, this isn't a par- that's not a paranormal experience. There's like, it's not scary though. It is, it is, it could be scary. It's not. It's just like a scary experience that we had one time when we were at Taco Bell. Yeah, tell us, girl. <laughs> um, the mystery meets. I knew it. <laughs> um, mystery. <meats. laughs> one time, um, I was with a group of friends and. Oh, is this the story that happened recently? Yes. Kelsey was
1: badass, and I love. What this. happened? Um, tell us.
2: One time, me and a group of friends was were. Was Haley there? Yes. I was not. Oh, you weren't. No, I was not. Oh no, Haley was not there. Um. <laughs> Um, me and a group of friends were at Taco Bell. We just hang out there most of the time. And, um, I was with, um, it was me and three other girls and one guy. And this guy and another one of the girls in this group, they are dating. And we were there and he grabbed her arm to hold her hand. And a strange, like... Definitely. Just an older guy walked up A to him. at the
3: Taco Bell.
2: Yes. An older guy just walked up to him and goes, if that was my daughter, I'd kick your ass. And then we were really confused. He was so aggressive? I don't no, know. No, no. And Sherwood, sure too. Um, he was just trying to ignore it. He was just like, whatever. He was just talking to her. And then he was just like, you're being watched, young man. You understand? And then he looked up and he was like, yeah. And then... The rest of the time we were there, he was just staring at us from across the restaurant. Just looking Creeper. At, uh, yeah, just being really, really creepy. And then he was done with his food. He went out to the bus stop that was across <laughs> from the Taco stop. Bell. stop,
0: never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> the suburban the, bus stop.
2: <laughs> the bus stop across from the Taco Bell, <laughs> staring at us through the window. And <laughs> we were pretty confused. So we went back out after we were done eating, walked across the parking lot, and he was still looking at us. And we were, like, hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the guy that was with us in our friend group was, like, whatever. I'll just call the cops. He threatened us. We're minors, and he threatened to kick my ass. So he called the cops, and he was, like, just told them the story, described the guy. And then, like, I don't know, ten minutes later, the cops were there, like, questioning him. Questioning him. And, um... We were, he was just looking, he just kept staring at us the whole time and we were just confused because why did this older guy come up to us at Taco Bell saying that he would kick this kid's ass like hmm.
1: so there are creepy people everywhere I think that's very brave of you guys to like call the police and yeah, not just let him harass you uh. guys
3: I love that this is the first time I'm hearing this story. Oh, really? Story. Yeah. This happened this like is six <laughs> <years> ago. called <laughs> me. Oh, great. Awesome.
0: <laughs> great. Well, at least an adult knew. Yeah. Okay. I just
1: would have figured you already knew. So, False. see, I'm a safe person to call False. if you ever need to be rescued, Kelsey <laughs> Okay. or Haley. That's great. Anyone can call Thank me. You. I will always come pick Excellent. you up. Excellent.
0: All right. Well, we've been recording for a long time—38 minutes, ladies. Oh, this is so, cool are there episode. any uh, last, final thoughts? Any millennial slash Gen X slash Gen Z things to? Discuss.
1: well I just want to thank everyone for coming on the camping yes. trip with me this was awesome I think we did so. really
3: well for a multi-generational all-girl camping trip yes
1: yeah. <laughs> excellent excellent and I will say there is one boy on the camping trip
0: oh Bruno Bruno, Bruno. Bruno. the doodle he's so sad in the tent <laughs>
1: and Benson is also here on the camping trip she's sad too over there but yes. they're very tired they're good dogs yeah they're yeah
0: good dogs. it's so. been a good trip we've done a lot of sitting on the beach walking on the beach, mm. hiking. Yep. Foods, hiking, very foods. nice. Would recommend the Nahalem Bay. Is Nahalem that where we're yeah.
1: Nahalem Bay. Ten out
3: of ten. I yeah. hope that the crackling fire comes through on I the pile? I know.
0: We'll see what it's like. If or not, if my phone melts. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can add. You can like, add. I'll some, get the log <laughs> <laughs> recording from Excellent. the internet. Perfect. Put a little ambient. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys. Right, campers.
1: Yay! Thanks yes. for camping with us, real and listeners. So. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Camp Adulthood is hosted by Maddie Yerge, Resident Youth, and Shay Keats Camp Adulthood. We are produced by Jenny Mayfield, and this episode was recorded in Maddie's living room. You can find us on social media at camp underscore adulthood. You can email us hello at campadulthood.com, and you can visit us at campadulthood.com. Thanks, campers. We hope that you enjoy your stay at Camp Adulthood.